All right, guys, big FedEx Cup weekend. In a second, Mike, we're going to have you take us through, bring us up to speed, because I know there's a lot of people that might have missed it, you know, busy weekend. A lot of action this weekend. A lot of action. Mm -hmm. I also wonder if there's a certain degree of people who might have tuned out because, you know, at some I think you're right. A little bit of a blowout yeah. there. And, and I, I got an idea, and we'll discuss that in a minute, about how we could possibly make the FedEx Cup a little bit better for yeah. everyone. Okay. Uh, we're also going to talk about, like, Ryder Cup outlook now. I know. All eyes on Ryder Cup now. It keeps changing. Yeah. And on top of that... Um, I'm thinking, I'm starting to look at these teams, and, and I th what I think is we've got a heck of a Ryder Cup in it's front of us. It's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be electric, I you know, because you've got some big names who are, who are peaking at the right time. Yeah and, yeah, and with the way Hovland just performed, yeah. I feel like there's some, some people on the U.S. side that might be nervous. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. uh, and then after that, I want to dump, dump into this incredible experience we recently had. Top five experience, golf in, experience. In, of, of all time of for all golf time. for us. You know, and we, and we walked the Swilkin Bridge. Yeah. So this is up there. This is up you know? there. So we won't leave you guys hanging too long. We'll tell you all about that. But first, Mike, run us through this. Bring everybody up to speed uh, on what happened with the FedEx Cup. Yeah. And then after that, I want to dive into some thoughts on it. All right. So I just got my little rundown here. So if you've been living under a rock, honestly, Victor Hovland's the hottest golfer on the planet right now. He's won back to back, including Sunday's FedEx finale. And if you missed that event on Sunday, uh, he won by five strokes over Xander. who yeah. was He was given his best. He was really putting a good charge in. No one can catch uh, Victor at this point. Um, but it, it's, it's funny. Cause you look at guys like, how about Wyndham Clark? This guy finished third, by the way. <laughs> uh, he won himself another $5 million doing it. So he wins almost, you know, $4 million out at LA country club. His life changes. He's on the Ryder cup. Yeah. He becomes a household name now, everyone, Wyndham Clark. And now he gets another five for this. So it's like a $10 million a year for him, if not more. Yep. And what's interesting, I thought about this is half a million went to the guys in last Taylor Moore, Emiliano Grillo, all well, 30 guys no are cut going to Hawaii. They're, you know, they're making money. Right. Yeah. So you go into East Lake and you're walking out of there with a minimum of half a million. Yep. And you get the invite to Hawaii for the century, which is a very exclusive small field, no cut event, guaranteed money. Yep. So getting to East Lake is like winning the lottery. Well, not to mention the elevated events. Yes. Now you just have to make the playoffs for that. Yeah. So once you're in the playoffs, which again, I want to talk about that structure. I know we're going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not feeling it. Um, but I just thought... You didn't miss much. You know, if you missed it this weekend, oh, I missed the whole tour. You didn't miss much. It wasn't exciting. Xander ran away with it. There wasn't a one-two dogfight coming down the stretch. I wanted to see, like, you Well, know, you missed, you did, you did miss. I'm a, sorry, Victor. Yeah, you did miss a little bit of what I would say a hell of a show between Shawfley and Hovland. Yes. Um, but it's just Hovland proved uncatchable. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm thinking uh, the Masters with, uh, where Phil gave it a good run. And, you know, uh, Brooks, I, I just thought that firepower I wanted to see on the last one. Yeah. I just didn't. What we did see was a complete birdie fest, though. We did. I think there was something. They like lit that course up. They, they absolutely did. And between, I forget the exact number, but some, I think between Hovland and Shoffley, they said there were 20 birdie putts inside of 20 feet. <laughs> I mean, these guys are just pouring in birdies. Yeah. And even Hovland had said that he had to mix up his strategy when he saw Shoffley come out and give him a good run. Yep. I mean, I think he went five under through mm -hmm. you know, on the front nine. Uh, so Hovland went from a little bit more of a conservative to just saying, I got to press. But just an absolute clinic yeah. by Hovland of ball striking, sticking pins. It just shows me that that guy, I, I always say this, like golfers get hot and he got hot at the right time. And I don't think the level of play that he did is sustainable, right, you know, no. forever know. <laughs> by any means. I know. But when everything was working, you know, he was pouring in putts. He was hitting every fairway all weekend. Um, and he, you know, 
short game, bunker shots. We know he's put a lot of commitment into mm -hmm. his short game. It's all paid off. And Hovland now, I mean, he, he, the, it's like almost a tale of two seasons. It wasn't a bad start for the start of the season no, for him by any means. But just, what is it, two months ago, I don't think he even had a win. Right, yeah. You know, and then he starts pouring on some wins. It's all about getting. It's a Lucas Glover right story. Yeah, it's all Who, about getting. By hot the way, the right faded. Time. You know, he won back to back, but then it's like I thought he was going to make some noise with with a nice lead. Yeah. With that, you know, yeah. FedEx Cup lead you get. Well, let's talk about that for a second. So let's talk yeah. about it. Can can the FedEx Cup be structured differently, or or, or are we trying to fix a, a, a you know solve a problem of, of something that's not broken? To me, what I'm thinking is, okay, a lot of people have talked about it. Like if you win at Eastlake, it's like a win and a half because you come in with a little bit of a lead if you've won the BMW. Right. You know, and. But that didn't last long. It didn't. Like Scotty was minus 10 to start and he just faded. It's true. Or Cow went nine under one day and tied the, tied the leader. Right. But there's something about it, whatever it is for me. It's never sat well, this yeah. like kind of coming in with like a lead. And, and I've always thought like I want an, a product of what I'm watching, something that I can explain to someone who doesn't watch the sport in a second. I feel like this, it gets a little bit in the weeds. It's like, well, these guys come in already a couple under I par because of hate their it. performance. Right. Imagine playing a tournament on a weekend and, and you go there, you're minus one and there's a guy who's minus 10. Right. And like I, mentally, I, it's weird. And I get, I get that it's earned. Okay, fine, from the performance. And you have to, in some way, That's the give part. these guys the incentive to keep the points up all season. Here's where I'm thinking that there's a huge opportunity here. We've lost the only match play event in the season, you know, which was in Austin. That's mm -hmm. now gone. Mm -hmm. We're all excited for the Ryder Cup coming up, the match play. There's something about match play that just lights me up. Yeah. I love watching I love it. it. It's, I love watching even at the amateur level, the USAM, things like that. Mm -hmm. I think there's an incredible opportunity here to have a really great match play playoff finale to the season. And what I mean by that is keep the FedEx Cup points going all season long. Okay. Use that for your seeding. Okay. Right? And yep. no different than what we've been seeing. You know, I just watched the Women's World Cup, you know, soccer events. And uh, I'm even thinking tennis in the tennis majors. Mm -hmm. Have some sort of round robin style multiple elimination um uh what are you going multi-elimination I'm, okay. I'm, I'm literally thinking what if you even had forget just one like like we had in austin at the dell match play not just one right four or five right. day event make it still the three weeks mix up the um mix up the venues if you want yeah sure i would start with maybe the top 50 guys 50 guys make it to the playoffs. Wow. Right? Trimming it even more. I am trimming it yeah. more because at some point with match play, it gets difficult well, let, to have a bracket that big. Well, let me, yeah, let, well, let's pause there for a second. What if we, instead of, it used to be 120 to go to the playoffs and they chopped it down to 70. Yeah. What if they did 100 round one full elimination? Then there's still 50 a next lot week. Of a match. It's still a lot of matches to follow. But it's at one that match. Point. Yeah, but you're talking. You would play everybody one play? match, you lose. So fifty you're matches, gone. you're gone. But then next week it's fifty people, twenty-five matches, twenty-five, and then the finale is the top twenty-five. Whoever makes it in, yeah, and maybe there's one guy because it's twenty-five, the, the leader who just like kind of gets think, a buy or something. I, don't I know. get it. it. Just to me, it's a, it's a, 
I find it a little bit difficult to just be eliminated from one rack. Because, like, you could have a bad match. You could have a tough matchup. But what about just a tour championship becoming a match play? You could do it that way, too. I'm just saying I would love to be able to follow. I'm even thinking, like, NCAA style, have people come up with brackets, whatever it may be. But You're you, going down to 50, yeah. I would, I would take it down to 50, and then what I would do is I would potentially even have multiple matches where you have – uh, not 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 elimination to start. There's a lot of different ways that you could structure it. It's true. I mean, well, here here's another idea. If you wanted to, I think they like I'm seeing like what's 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 his match record in the playoffs? Like you know what I mean? Like look right. in the guy's match record. I you know one two lost one whatever, and then have that to use to move on to elimination rounds, like a round of sixteen, right? And then now these now mm. we're moving into elimination. But what's March Madness? Sixty four teams? Yeah, I don't I don't even. I think know. it's thirty two on one side, thirty two on the other. So you, you said chop it down to 50, it's at 70. What if it just went to 64? You could do that. Like I said, there's a lot of different ways you could do it, but I'm saying the crusp of it is that I, I don't know why we don't have – we've got an opportunity here to take on an incredible match play series. Yeah. Not just one thing. So for me now, what Sunday becomes, Sunday at Eastlake, if you still want to host it there, mm-hmm. becomes the match, the, the match for the win and the match for the uh, – the what do you call it for third place? Yeah. So, so you have you have a you have the you know the premier match. You got two guys going off. They're playing for one and two, and then there's another match behind them playing for three and four. Hmm. That's interesting. Now I'm what's running through my head is all like, is it enough airtime? Satisfy sponsors. It's only four golfers. I still have you showing every shot. Right. It's still a four or five hour round. Well, because the reason I, I come back to that is at the end of the day, most of the time, it's coming down to one or two golfers anyway on it's a good Sunday. It's a good point. Because you got guys who come in with the lead. There's only there's only how many guys at East Lake at the end? 25, right? 30. 30 guys at East Lake. Yep. And already there's a couple of guys who are no shot. No shot. Because they're so far behind. Mm-hmm. So really, what are we doing? Like... They're just I felt, playing for money at that point. In a way, I felt like I was watching a match between Hovland and Shawfley right. on Sunday. So, so you're saying just structure make that, it make a that match. more of a match, yeah. Make it a, like I, I would love to see this. Like get an opportunity. And pl- to me, playoffs, I always feel like should be some match component. Yeah. I think you, I think you're onto something there. I think there's something. Now, obviously, it's not fleshed out. Like how many guys how the rounds would work. And that's where you guys can weigh in in the comments and let us know what you think. I wonder how you would do the weighting of, you know, who's earned it more. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, let's it'd say be seating, but... Seating. So let's say you've got enough points, FedEx Cup points, and maybe the top 10 guys get a buy in the first round. Yeah, I think they need it's something. Ultimately... Scotty Scheffler gets eliminated in the first round. Like, that whole season was for right. nothing. But what if he got a buy in the first round? Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, I, I like or that. even like I said, if you want to expand it out bigger and have a bigger field, and the first rounds are, are additional seeding rounds, and those guys are through, and they're through to the elimination rounds, like the top ten guys immediately jump to the elimination rounds, which maybe is maybe it's like um, would you guys have eliminated after weeks that they're not coming to week two? Or yeah, you, for sure, you would. Okay, so but these I'm guys would just carry all the way through. No, no, there's not, no. You'd have to have an elimination component. But what I mean is, what if it was the first week, uh, wherever that event is hosted for this let's say in that first week you have um it's another additional seeding round mm-hmm. right and then the next week becomes the the round of 16 like elimination yeah and then the final round is maybe eight eight matchups eight matchups playing for this like- yes i i just i just feel like i would i would be more 
I, I think it would stand idea. out more from the regular season because of the match structure that is now missing from the right. regular season. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a a much ch- a higher chance at higher ratings on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And much less of a chance of a guy running away with it. Yeah, that's true. And if and if the and if the championship match ends up being a runaway, you've got the uh, what do you call it? The third place match that you could watch as well. It almost becomes a little bit like the US amateur in that way. Yeah. All right, Monahan, you heard us. Get I like it. I, I, I'm, I think people would dig this. You're going to hear me too coming back to this constantly until we get some sort of match play event back. Yeah. Because it just needs it. To me, it's a hole in the, the schedule to not have one. Yeah. To not have them. any match play event to me is, and I, who knows, maybe with these elevated events, maybe they'll bring back a match play component somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I think the perfect spot in the schedule is to do a multi week playoffs true playoffs no different than the playoffs in football right is win or go home you know what i mean that mm-hmm. type of thing do it in golf yeah i mean it would make it more entertaining than the product we saw this past couple of days yeah no doubt yeah and look other years it was very entertaining you know seeing like rory win last year and never thinking that could happen and what he pulled off you know there towards the end i i i think it, it's not like it completely lacks Whatever, but I think it just is a way to take something and make it even better. Yeah. And make match play. But you guys ultimately tell us what you think. If you think it could be match play or if you think we're trying to fix a problem that's not broken, maybe just we continue on this way. But um, I, I just feel like it's a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah. So, so let's talk Ryder Cup because yeah. it makes me think about what's next. And, well, before Ryder Cup, by the way, there's a rando event, the Fortinet, which, by the way, Max Homa won two years in a row. Yeah. And on his Instagram yesterday in his story, his wife posted like peace out 22-23 season. So I wonder if he's skipping his title defense again. Well, that's the end of that season. Now this is the 23-24 It season. says on the on the on the PJ Tour website it's 22-23. It just calendar year. It it, 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 it says be, season 22-23. But, I, but what what would be the point, right? What do you want FedEx Cup points for in 23 now? It's over. I yeah, I I heard and and this is where you guys need to help us out if you guys know that there are some events at the end of the year that are just like last-minute ditch efforts for guys to retain their card or get their card. So I don't know if that's what this, this event is, but on the actual PGA Tour website, it does fall under 22-23 season, not 23 You're right. It's on here as 22-23 season. And it's so stupid because it's it's right after the finale and in between that and the Friday What Cup. the website's not telling me anymore is how many FedEx Cup points are on the line. Yeah, because to me, okay, if it's in that season, the FedEx Cup is over. So there's, you're telling me there's a no point event. It's just, it's just. For I wonder the if it's an purse? event. Well, there's a, there's some fall series events which are targeted for that that concept of guys yes. getting card. But I don't know if this is one but, of them. Well, okay, so we got the Sanderson, the Shiners. The, those all are in October, but they're for the next seat, the next season. Right? That's under twenty. 324 probably i think it's just a categorization thing yeah i think that they're, they're defining season differently now they must be they must be because now it, it, it's it's acting as a calendar year i just switched it to season 2024 you know what they might be doing oh what they might be getting away from that 22 23 season and having it overlap two years because of the confusion yeah i've always thought that too it should be the 24 season the, the 25 season, season the 20 because most sports are held within a calendar year. Right, right. Somehow restructure that, that it's, that's that season. That's what they might be doing. But um, there's got to be some reason. Because where, right, where do the FedEx Cup points go? 
Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if he'll be there or not. But immediately after that is the event that we all have our eyes on is Ryder Cup. So with this event, I saw a funny post on Instagram of also, speaking of Instagram, Zach Johnson there with his notepad and his like, he had like gummy bears in front of him or like jelly beans or something. (laughs) And he's just sitting there like making his decisions while watching the finale. So all eyes on Zach Johnson for his picks. This, I don't know when the picks are coming. I think it's very soon. I don't think he's got any much more time. He doesn't have a whole lot of time. You left. were going to talk about this. So there's DP uh, World Tour events that some guys might be trying to get into. But for now, if he had to pick today, I was looking at the Ryder Cup, the USA standings. And Brooks Spieth, Cam Young, Morikawa. By the way, Keegan Bradley has to be a no-brainer. And Ricky Fowler over Sam Burns is what I'm saying. Would, would round out this team. Yeah. I mean, what are you seeing on, on your end? Do I, I, you, you still think JT's in play? I, I really don't. He's faded so bad. I, I, I really don't. This, the, the only reason I say that, and it's, it's not in any way a knock against JT. No, I wish he's on it's the team. It's that I think even JT realizes the, the guys who'd have to sit to put him on that team, who you, which one of these guys are you going to sit? Which one of these guys gets leapfrogged by JT? No, it's uh, like... Of... Of the guys I just spit out, people can argue Brooks because he had that that win and that was really it. He hasn't done much since. But no, but he, but the thing is, he has. He just hasn't accrued any points. He hasn't accrued points. And Cam Young hasn't won this year. Cam Young would be in my line of JT replacement. But I still think Cam Young was a great addition to the President's Cup. I think he was good on that team. I don't know. I think I would, for me, it would be a shocker to not have Kepka on the team because if you think about the number of points he accrued in four only four events the only events that counted for him were the the, the majors mm-hmm. that to me is enough of a season just to, to put him in I, I think what might happen is we don't know what rumblings happen underneath Zach might get a temperature on the team like are these guys do they want Brooks on the team? I don't think are they would they, hate Brooks. I think Brooks would. They, I think they're all cool with Brooks. I, I tend to agree. I, don't I think, think if it was Phil, right. might be a different story. It might be a different story. But either way, let's just look at these teams because what I'm saying is ultimately you've got one heck of a Ryder Cup that's shaping up because this this European team. Let me see the Euro team. Is strong. Let's see on paper who's strong. Right. So Stronger. you've got on the European side, you've got Rory and Rom. As one and two, powerhouse. Hovland's is one, two, three powerhouse, right? Hovland's technically not in third. Robert McIntyre is, but either way, if if I right now was putting together a team outside of um, any any type of borders or nationalities or anything like that, yeah. I think Rory, Rom, and Hovland would be like on my team immediately. Hundred percent, right? So like they're the all star team. They're the all right, yeah. the all star team. So you got three absolute powerhouses there. Fitzpatrick's got to be on that. Tommy Fleetwood's got to be on that. Fleetwood is. Fitzpatrick, Sepp Straka on Straka's the bubble. trending. On the bubble. So, you, you know, you're going to have a couple of those names that, that are going to fill it out. But regardless, you know you're going to be able to bank on some serious points once the Ryder Cup kicks off from, from Rory, Rahm, and Hovland, without a doubt. And I think, I think Hatton, Hatton's done good. Risen to the occasion in some big events. And yeah. I think he's good in match play. Patton's great. And I think Fleetwood has had a great season. You see points from Fleetwood. I definitely think so. So wait, one, two, three on Euro matched up against what's the USA's one, two, three pop? 
So technically, like I said, Robert McIntyre is still ahead of Hovland. But let's say you've got yeah, let's, let's, you've got Rory, Rahm, and Hovland. And then on the other side, we've got Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, pa- Patrick Cantlay. And then we get into Homa Schauffele. Right now, who's locked I in? think Homa's going to be electric. You watch in Ryder Cup team stuff. I love that dude. I'm, my my thoughts going, who's going to match up against those three? So in, in matchup. Yeah. I actually expect right now to see more from Shoffley than Homa. I was I was definitely I was Xander. Literally blown away with the level of golf he was playing at Eastlake. You yeah. realize he shot sixty two on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, I think if I have to reach into my arsenal to match against Rory, Rahm, and Hovland, I think you go Scheffler, Shoffley, and then who's your third weapon to attack that? Who do you go with? I don't trust Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon. Sorry, for me, I don't know. Coming down the Harman, stretch, man, Harmon's had a heck of a. Said a heck. No, I'm not. Yep, yep. He's had a great season. But this is why, why too. I I would struggle to not put Kepka on the team because I feel Kepka like you need guy. that like killer instinct. Kepka, Kepka, Rory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Kepka's a guy who's not going to be phased by the what do you call it. I think yeah. I would literally have an honest conversation and be like, yeah, be like, yo, Brooks, how's your game? How do you feel right now? Yeah, how do you feel? Right? Just get a temperature on how his game, his form is. Yeah. But when it comes to like, if you want that, that guy who is not going to get rattled in any way and has that killer instinct to try to win, mm-hmm. I kind of on the American side want to see Kepka in there. Yeah. Let me see here. But Cam, Cam Young too. Like, look. That's what I'm saying. The nice part about this is we could literally shuffle the deck, throw it on the table, and whatever matchups come right now between this this U.S. and uh, European team, you got great matchups. Yeah. Is that Kepka's story? Foreshadowing with the American plate with the Italian flags. If you know, you know, she writes. Do they know? At this point, do you know if you're getting a pick? Just keep it on a hush, but you're coming to Rome. (sighs) Oh. Kepka, I could see Mrs. Kepka there leaking that as a little. Because the thing is, too, Kepka, I think he's on the team. This is by no means a long shot. We're talking about a guy who just literally just fell out of the points for the top six. Yeah, I, I, I was won five majors and won this year. Here's an interesting stat that I would love to know. I would love to have someone dig this up. When was the last time that the guy who was just outside of the automatic qualifying, the guy who was in seventh in the points, didn't get picked? Never. When? Probably never. Probably never. Because you think that that's just the first captain's pick is the guy who just missed the cut. Then the rest of them, they, they plead right. your case. Did you see Scotty Scheffler's answer to that? No. In the press conference? They said, would you put Brooks, Brooks on the team? And he says, I was looking at the numbers, and it looks as if if he just played in one PGA Tour event, yes. he'd have enough points. And then he goes, and he just ended a statement there. Right. That was his mic drop. Yeah. But you can't talk like that, Scotty, because you guys are coming together. I think it's safe for us to assume it. I think it's safe for us to assume it. I think I think we'll see Spieth on the team as a pick because he's he's sitting right there too at number eight in the Spieth's points. Spieth's a Ryder Cup, and he's got guy. The you want the experience guys yep. in there, no doubt about it. Which also just leads me to there's still a possibility of JT, still. I'm, I'm just telling, telling you. you, there's two. I, I feel like I guess there is, but there's a lot of guys that he'd have to to leapfrog. I know to get it, in it there. would be that difficult. You can't bench Ricky and put JT on the team, just not this year. 
That, sorry, not this year. Yeah, it's I Ricky's don't even feel like Shea you team. could you could bench Morikawa. No, he and, was playing amazing this weekend. Right. You, so I'm saying there's just there's too many other good options. It's not a, it's not a knock or anything against JT. It's that there's too many other good options. Do you come out to Rome as a non-player and hang out if you're JT? Be a part of the team, hang out. I think if you do, it certainly shows a certain degree of. Uh, of what do you all something to the team and something I for think future it, years no doubt you're a team you player no matter what yeah yeah i think i would be there but anyway just i mean either way like i said it's going to shape up to be an incredible rider cup and uh we wait to see what those captain's picks are and i'm sure we'll do a full breakdown here on the podcast once we uh once we get that information i can't wait for that weekend that's our tournament weekend too it is it Rider is cup saturday is our big indoor tournament which, by the way, you still have some time to register. If you guys haven't registered yet, golfacy.com slash register. Uh, I will tell you right now that it is 100% worth your time and effort because um, we the, the, the team at Golf Zone is incredible with what they're putting together here with us. Mm-hmm. $25 to register and play. You're going to get a f- win or lose, right? You're getting round a of golf. full round of golf Back for your 25 bucks. Virtual. And I'm just going to tell you right now, kind of leak a little bit of this, that let's just say your 25 bucks will easily be given back to you in what everyone is going to get who comes and plays. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. In, in additional simulator time and things like that. And, and we've got some great prizes lining up, but um, we're just going to have a blast. And I would say, even if, like I said, if you don't want to play, if you just want to come for the hang, do it. We're going to be there hanging come for out. The hang. It's going to be a fun. We're hang. playing commissioner that day. We're going to be popping around. We're going to be making some videos and what's great is we've got an incredible trophy prize that we've put together, built. Yeah. This thing looks cool. Once yeah. we get it in, we're going to show it here on the show. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think. Yeah. So, all right. Let's take a break. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors. Then we're going to come back and we're going to tell you about this really, truly once-in-a-lifetime experience that we've had recently um, at a very famous golf club in New Jersey. So, And it was like – this experience was like flying first class. You Almost once you do it once – it's hard to not do it again. Uh, yeah. So, but it doesn't mean you'll get the opportunity. To do yeah, exactly. That's for right. Sure. <laughs> so, so stay, stay tuned. We'll walk you through that whole thing. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors. So, of course, for the best in the world, the goal is to improve every day. Same goes for all of us dedicated to this game, and it starts with choosing a golf ball you can trust. The Titleist Pro V1 and Pro V1X have set the standard for performance, and now they just got better again. Both models are engineered with high gradient core technology that delivers lower long game spin for more distance and a more consistent flight. And of course, you can expect that trusted drop and stop greenside control, so important to shooting lower scores. Remember, the Pro V1, it's the best combination of distance, spin, and feel in the game, and it delivers that penetrating ball flight. The Pro V1X, it flies higher, spins a bit more in the short game, while still giving you that low spin on longer shots to maximize your distance. So, Outperform your best. Learn more about the new Pro V1 and Pro V1X at Titleist.com. And of course, huge thanks to FootJoy. They're the number one shoe in golf because they offer the widest selection of sizes, styles, and performance options of any golf shoe out there. Whether it's the all-new Hyperflex and the Hyperflex Carbon, uh, finely tuned to power your game, or the Premier Series, the shoe that is far away the choice of more tour players than any other shoe worn by guys like like Justin Thomas, Max Homa, Cam Young, Jessica Corda, so many more. So trust the brand that's been number one forever. Trust your game to FootJoy, the number one shoe in golf. Okay, so we recently had an experience on the golf course. Uh, Actually, in this way, it's kind of off the golf course. 
But on the golf course. But on the golf course. <laughs> right. This is an experience that was truly once in a lifetime. And we, we've had some incredible golf experiences before. No we've doubt. had the opportunity to play in multiple countries, unbelievable golf courses. Yeah. Um, but this is something that just never happened before. And, and the, what's weird, too, about it, it's like it's something that I was never even knew was a possibility until recently getting no it's just in general oh, in general sure until we got a little bit closer to the game and some of these, these see, yeah. really great golf clubs mm -hmm. and just kind of to say it in a nutshell and then we'll walk you guys through it is that we got to spend the night overnight in Baltishall's clubhouse yeah and and i'm mm -hmm. just thinking as, as I'm, I'm lying in this bed i'm thinking like who else has slept here exactly. jack sleep, sleep in this bed i'm sure a anything's possible right? right and and i had not known <laughs> previously until we started doing this recent series we're doing inside the gates where we're going inside some of the best private clubs more golf clubs than i thought have they rooms do. where members can stay i'm noticing that yeah and it's a great concept it's incredible so take us through it start kick us off about how this would ha happen and what went down so we in the process of this this series has been great to film it's been fun a lot of logistics, planning, and although it's all what we're doing, we're focusing on New Jersey for this series. Yeah, we are. We're based out of New Jersey here, but these courses are, are far. Jersey's a big state, so we had Hollywood Golf Club right on a Sunday, and we were playing Baltus Roll Upper. There's two courses there, Upper and Lower. We were playing the Upper the very next morning early, so we were poking around for places to stay near Baltus Roll, mm -hmm. and I, I was looking at like Springfield, New Jersey, like Fairmount Inn. <laughs> stuff like near right. Newark and stuff that I'm like, I don't know if we want to stay here. Um, but we reached out to to a friend of ours who's who's a member at Baltstroll with just a suggestion because he lives in the area. And he's been great. And, and I thought he would just come back with like a, hey, stay at the Radisson or something. Right, random. right. But he's like, let me check the club and see if you guys can stay there. And I'm just like, wait, what? Right. This is a possibility? Yeah. Because we've seen the rooms in part of an all-access tour we've done for another video about a year ago. Yes. And we just went up there and we... We did some video and, and it was great, but at that point it was just severe jealousy. Like, why can't we stay here? Yeah. So, so, so we, we got, I think we got the ball store at like 10 PM because of traffic coming home from the beach. Well, and, and, and to kind of jump ahead, like he snagged us three rooms. Oh yes. Sorry. Excuse me. Big important part of the story. Yeah. He said there's three rooms left and it was perfect because it was you, me and our camera guy, Justin, right. who's from the New Hampshire area. Right. So he wasn't going home that night. He needed a place to stay. So it's like, great. Book those three rooms. And to set this up, it's not a massive hotel. No. They have about 10 rooms. There's 10 rooms. and um, In the clubhouse itself, we're talking about. In the actual all, clubhouse right. with all that history. Right below you, there's trophies and the dining room. Yes. The locker room is all below you. Yes, because Baltusrol is a, is a large facility. Mm -hmm. Multiple and, buildings. And what they have multiple buildings. They also have a carriage house that has a couple more spots. And oh, the, right above the wine cellar? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> right above the wine cellar. And understand that a large part of the reason for this is that a lot of members to these bigger clubs mm -hmm. are from outside of town. They travel right. in to play, they'll stay a week, they'll play their week in the summer and head home. Mm -hmm. We've also run into this at some of the other courses we've played where they'll have on site somewhere, anywhere from usually two to four rooms. Cottages um, and- Even, you don't even think about Sleepy Hollow. 
Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy has, yep. They've got some rooms up in that clubhouse that you can stay. Matita Conk has right. cottages. But again, this is not like you go on Hotels.com and you book this. You have right. to be a member in order to book a room, but How, they're legitimate rooms. But however, when you get into the room, it feels like you booked it on Hotels.com. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. So we got the rooms. And I'm nervous because, like, here I am saying it's 10 p.m. We're driving to be like, how are we going to get into this room? Where's our key? Where's the lobby? You were nervous. I was like, the gates are going to be closed. It's a, you know, this isn't a hotel. So I called them, obviously, the morning of, and they're like, no, we're open 24-7. There's a guard on, on you know, he's on site. Uh, you'll be able to get your key and get in your room. I'm like, great. So, like I said, 10 p.m., we get there. And um, we go, literally, you walk right to the clubhouse. The door was open. But, you know, it's it's guarded. You can't just go and do this. No, you gotta but go they do th- have a guard, you gotta guard 24 hours a day. He there. confirms your reservation. Yep. He says, okay, I notice you have three rooms. Go ahead, pull in there and go and get your key. So we go in. We walk into the lobby and right there on the desk. Now, the place is empty. I don't think there's anyone in the building, right? right. You'd have to, yeah. I don't think anyone in that building. There might be some guards walking the grounds, but nobody was in that building. You walk right up to the lobby and there was these these three envelopes, Baltus Roll, like letterhead, uh, perfect saying like, dear Mike Fasano, Frank Fasano, you know, here's your key. Here's your room. Which was enjoy that chills moment for us. Yeah. Enjoy your stay. Here's your room. And then right. like now, now you, now you're walking upstairs. I mean, you're just walking amongst history. Yeah. You know, you're going to your room. You're passing like U.S. Open trophies. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're, and we get into the room immediately upon opening the door. I mean, legitimate hotel room. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Legitimate. You had, you know, you had your big bed with your closet, your shower, and for me, a big, a big, um, I guess, a selling point for hotel rooms is the uh, is the shower pressure. <laughs> Baltusrol shower pressure it was top ten. It was great. It was great. So, a first experience for me. Loved the decor and all of the details all over the room. The pillows, Absolutely. man. But what for that? me did not feel like a hotel room is it was not cookie cutter. I felt like I was staying in a room at the clubhouse. Every room was different because, like, of course, we're like kids. Right. We're so excited. We're running around the place. Not running around. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But we're like, we're like popping in your room. Let me check out your yeah. room. Let me check out Let me Justin's check. room. Mm. And each of our rooms were a little, a little different. different. Like yeah. Your room had like, like a fireplace in it. I did have like an right? old fireplace. Yeah. My room was so sick in that the windows overlooked the putting green. Because when I say this, mm-hmm. I mean literally, you are just in the clubhouse. It's just one floor yeah. above, the you know the lobby of the clubhouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get in. They've got the water bottle with the etched logo in it's it. It's etched into the bottle. The pillows had the Baldestrol logo stitched Snacks into them. Snacks on the table for you. Sna- yeah. And this is something that it's just like, I would never, other than you know having yeah. a friend who was a member and this incredible experience that we're doing, I would never be able to experience something like this. And nor, like I said, what I've ever known it. I've always known golf clubs to have these great clubhouses, but I yeah. never knew there was rooms there. And now it makes all the sense in the world that they're there. No, it totally does. Yeah. And and you know, it's they'll get you. I mean, it's it's the standard cost of a a, a regular hotel room. You know, in the area, a couple hundred bucks for the night yeah. for each we, room. We, if if you're wondering, we didn't stick our buddy with the bill. We yeah, did. no, we, we paid. We reimbursed him for we it. We definitely reimbursed but, him. The but member we has couldn't to pay. pay. For the it. member has to pay, and, and then just we like just hit him else. with that hard Venmo. Right. But it was the best Venmo we could have ever sent. Yeah. You know, money just well spent for that experience. Yeah. We were we were laughing because we were like we ate before we we left. We were we we went to Hollywood. We ate dinner and then we hit the road. But I was like, we gonna get DoorDash the Baltus roll? <laughs> like, is there? There's no room service here. Like, yeah. what are we gonna do? Yeah. But uh, but luckily the next morning there was this huge New Jersey golf outing and they had breakfast spread in the terrace like in the room. Yeah. So we got to just mingle. 
It was get that. It was just an incredible experience. Absolutely incredible. And and just the idea to be able to have a seven thirty tea time, and wake up already in the clubhouse. <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like I, we still laugh about it to this yeah. day because how incredible an experience it was. But to just be able to just walk downstairs. Put your key on the on the. Uh, that the, was your checkout. Yeah, that's your checkout. Is on the the desk there. You put your key right. down. It's a physical key. Right. It's not like the right. magnetic no ones. Whatever. Put your key down and literally walk into the locker room. Put your shoes on and walk out to the first tee. It like, was pretty. Incredible. How do you do that? You, you don't. You can't beat it. I mean, um, were you not nervous at all? But did you? Because you know the story of Baltus Rawl. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're thinking ghosts. I'm thinking ghosts. I'm like, this place is haunted. I mean, I think it's had multiple fires. There was one uh, in that same clubhouse a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, there was. And I was telling my kids, I you said. You didn't sleep that night, did I was, you? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> I told my kids, I was like, you know, dad's sleeping in a haunted clubhouse tonight. Because apparently there was an actual person, Baltus Rawl. Yeah. And he was murdered there way back in the what, 1800s. Yeah, that's what, that, that's what the club I think the story after. was like they just froze him outside in the cold weather. They tied him up and they robbed the yeah, place. Yeah, robbers came, robbed his house, house, tied him up and left him outside to die. And yeah, <laughs> rough way to go. And, yeah. you know, uh, so that night I'm thinking this place is haunted. But but on your point about where the rooms were, my view was, the in, was their signature hole, fourth hole. And when I woke up in the morning, I'm laying there in my bed and there is this incredible pink light blaring through. I'm like, what is going on? But it was the sunrise over the um, over the trees that overlooked the course. I got this incredible photo of it. Uh, but just to wake up and look at that, I mean, top five experience yeah. for me. All time. It's one of those things that, like I said, it just becomes a a story that you'll hold on to forever. Yeah. Like uh, uh, like nowadays, it's like you're kind of trading golf stories with your buddies. Mm-hmm. And like somebody says, like, "Hey, have you ever played ball to I'll be like, "I've spent the night I've there." Spent the night there. Now yeah. you can say that, right. and it's just like what? Because, yeah. like I said, it's just. We had always been so laser focused on this idea of wanting to play some of these best top golf courses that these little extra peripheral peripheral experiences mm-hmm. that are as part of them that I just never even registered with me, like the idea of just spending the night in the clubhouse. Yeah. So that was a special one. It's one we're definitely not going to ever forget. Right. Um, I don't play ball stroll again unless I stay there. Yeah. <laughs> what's wild though is like now i've learned that a lot of these really top tier courses mm-hmm. that a lot of them the membership is from outside yeah um they have a spot where people can stay i'm even As, thinking pine valley pine, pine valley has cottages, cottages there right. i wouldn't i don't think we've ever seen it as part of the broadcast but i would not be shocked if augusta has a spot that you could stay because again, I'm thinking same type yeah. of membership at Augusta. It's mostly people who are members, right? You know, big names out right. of state. I'm, I'm sure there's like a Bill Gates there. flies in to play his round there. He's a member. Absolutely. And he might have a spot to stay. Yeah. You never know. I'm sure a lot more courses have these places than we even know. But that's what I meant about staying there in that bed and just kind of like getting a little bit of a, like this feeling like who else, who else stayed here? Right. You know, it's like, because you come to play the course or even guys who've come to just like try the course like a week before the big event and like they're in the area. Yeah. Any of the PGA there. tour players could have stayed there. Yeah. You know, and it's just like I'm living for a moment in my life. I could say I'm living the same experience as a guy like maybe Roy McElroy maybe comes yeah. into town to preview the course. He might stay there. He might. You're absolutely right. I, I would not doubt it. And that's what made the experience that much cooler. Yeah. Um, I put, like I said, I put that up there. I mean, that, that goes up there with like pro-am, 
those top five experiences in our life. No I, doubt there's, about t- there's a lot of, yeah, it's going to be tough to beat that one. No doubt about it. And, and guys, we're going to bring you as much of this as we can to as part of our upcoming series uh, inside the gates. Like our, our really our goal that we set forth was to try to play as many of the top 25 golf courses here in the state of New Jersey as we possibly could. And that's another thing that like I think we, we learned along the way is that I, I always had a concept of it, but never really looked at the rankings or really digested it. Every single one of the top 25 golf courses in this state are all private. Very private. So <laughs> it took a lot of this type of thing yeah. and these experiences and calling in favors to get out there and play them. So that's the thing that buddies of mine, when I'm explaining the series to them, they're saying like, like I could see it in their head. They're saying, okay, what's the big deal? You know, I played these courses too. As a guest, I'm saying we're filming it respectfully. Yeah. We're bringing a production out there to people who won't even let you bring your cell phones in. Right. So it's a, it's a challenge. Well, also, you got you got to step outside that for a second. You run in a circle of a bunch of guys who happen to be members here or there. Right. So and it's then nothing... they get cross invited or you play my member member. So for them it's not attractive. Right. As attractive. What I'm saying is there's plenty of other people, ourselves included, right. who prior to this and who are not going to be sniffing memberships at any of those places. Our our we would have been over the moon to play any one of these 100%. places. Right? You think about Baltusrol. Baltusrol is the number two and number four ranked courses in the entire state in one facility. Right. You'd be blessed to play either one of them. You know, so that's what our, our intention of the one, series. if not both, is, is top 100 in the world. Yeah. In the country. In the country, absolutely. Top 50. Top 50. Yeah. No doubt. So it's just like, this is where it's like we want it to be able to like really bring these experiences home to people who might. <laughs> Not like us ever have been aware that it was even there. I, yeah. I never knew you could stay in the clubhouse of Baldestrol. Now we know. Now you know. And, and now here, here's what it looks like. And I'll tell you right now, there were courses that said, absolutely not. This is not something that we want to do at our club. Yeah, we got some no's. No way. No way. Turn into a, okay, come on down. Yeah. I think we did it the right way. Very respectful. I think so. We put too. out a good product. I'm biased, but I think we have the best golf videos out there. I'm yeah. sorry. I just think we do. Well, because we put some of our own exactly. blood, sweat, and tears in them. If we, did, yeah. if we don't love them, who's going to? Right. All right? Right. But anyway, so check that out. That series is going to be coming out in just a few weeks now. And as part of it, you will see more of our experience staying there in the clubhouse at Baltusrol, which was just absolutely, you know, for any golfer, it was something you'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, that's everything we have for you guys this week. Uh, make sure you weigh in the comments. Let us know your thoughts on that FedEx Cup like we talked about earlier. And then uh, make sure you uh, tell us, too, uh, what you're thinking for this Ryder Cup as it starts to shape up and as we get closer to those captain's picks. Because I think no matter what, we're going to have one heck of a, uh, Can't a, wait. a viewing experience watching these guys. Yep. Those two head-to-head incredible teams. Um, that's everything we have for you. We'll see you next week.